when you see yourself as not able, cannot, don't, not smart enough, not, not uh, talented enough, when you see all those, those things that are obstacles along your way, you will never get there. But when God begins to change your thoughts, where you stop looking at yourself and you start looking at Him, we stop looking at your inabilities and you start looking at what He can do. With God, all things are possible. And you stop thinking, you stop disqualifying yourself from being able to grow in every area of your life. And you start qualifying yourself because God is with you. Open up your Bibles. Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55. I want you to begin to believe that God can, that God can bless you. Do not doubt that God can bless you. Believe. All things are possible if you only believe. So many people want to put walls on what God can do for their life. Why don't you just believe because he's so good? Stop trying to stop trying to be convinced before you believe. Why don't you just believe because God said it? Some people say, I will believe it when I see it. Well, you're never going to receive it. Because we don't walk by what we see. We walk by faith and not by sight. And I want you to begin to believe that God can bless you. Well, pastor, I'm from San Benito, Texas, and nobody in my block have ever been blessed. Nobody in my block have been ever been able to have anything other than a bunch of debts. None of us have ever grown up to become anything in our life. I don't care where you came from. I know where you come out of and you come out of the kingdom of God. God wants to change your future. It doesn't matter about the past. God has a great future for you. If God is for you, who could be against you? Stop thinking that you can't begin to believe that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Well, pastor, I don't have the proper education. I don't have the proper experience. You know, I have all these excuses not to believe. But there's one, one reason why you should believe. Jesus is alive. Amen. And he's with you. Amen. And he wants to bless you. He wants you to prosper. Why would God want me to prosper? To preach the gospel. Amen. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> it's for the preaching the gospel. Oh, God's going to bless me so I can have a big old house. God's going to bless me so I can have five different cars, even though I only have one little butt. For <laughs> the preaching of the gospel. It's good to have good things. It's good to live in a nice house. It's good to have a nice car. It's good to have all those things. But don't let those things have you. Recognize that God wants to bless you for the preaching of the gospel. I want you to begin to believe that God's going to allow you to give beyond your wildest imagination. That God is going to make you like him. God's a giver. Did you know that? God is love. God is interested in, in, in providing for those that do not have. God is interested in, in this word, this gospel of the kingdom being preached to the farthest parts of the nations. God is interested in building orphanages and, and bring, filling them with the word of God so those kids grow up in the ways of the Lord. God is interested in providing for those that do not have, but at the same time, give them the word of God so that they will have the power of God upon their life too. God is interested in changing their lives as much as he's changing yours. 
And how did it happen? Because someone invested in the gospel so that you could hear it. And for us to think that God does not have a plan for you is for you to say that your salvation was just a coincidence. No, God had a plan. Your mom couldn't change you. Your dad couldn't change you. But one touch of the Holy Spirit changes us. And why should we be so selfish and just accept our relationship with God and not grow in the things of God so that we can send it out to the nations? It is important that you prosper. This is not a church about just thinking about the four walls of this building. To tell you the truth, this is the fewest people that will hear this message is what we speak to today. Because this message is going to go to the nations. It's going to touch thousands of people. Amen. I'm not just talking to you that are here. I'm talking to people that will watch this five years from now. And the anointing of God is will be just as strong as it is today. Amen. We got to preach the gospel. We got to be bold. We got to be loud. Listen, the devil's really good at preaching his bad news. We got to be strong to preach the good news. We, our stuff is better. His, his message brings people to depression. His message takes people to suicide. His message destroys relationships. His message destroys, destroys health. Our message brings life in every area. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got the good stuff here. Yes. Amen. This is better than any drug. This is better than any. Oh, we got good stuff. I feel like I should be on the corner. <laughs> I got the good stuff here, man. We got the good news. Why would we hide it? Amen. People say, well, you, you're a Christian. You're this way. Hey, you don't know me. <laughs> if you want to know me, come on. Let's, let's hang out. <laughs> come on. Let's hang out. I'll show you the glory of the Lord. Come on. You're going to be happy. Well, I don't, I don't like hanging around any Christians. You're just too happy. <laughs> what do you mean too happy? When you spend thousands of dollars just to try to have a good time. Give it to the kingdom and watch. Just hang out. You'll have a better time than what you can spend on that drugs and the alcohol. Amen? It's important that, God, that you grow in the things of God because you are the righteous of God. You are the one that's been given this responsibility to bring people and reconcile them with Christ. Amen. To bring them back to the kingdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, God wants to bless you. Praise God. But pastor, you don't know where I'm from. I know my God. Don't give notes. Don't, don't believe any of those excuses. Amen. You believe your God. Amen. He's a good God. Are you there, are you there in Isaiah 55? Verse 7, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. How many thank God for his abundant pardons? How many thank God for his mercy? Amen. Hallelujah. I'll tell you, we had so much. I mean, if every one of you were to get what you deserve. 
That's a scary thought. But thank God that he had mercy upon you. He had mercy upon you to change your life, to see you grow with him. His goodness was so good that he brought you to himself. He loved you. Even though you, you might not have had everything together, he loved you in spite of whatever wickedness you were living in. He had mercy upon you. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to pay the price for you, to bring you into relationship with him. Thank God for that relationship. Amen. Hallelujah. But see, here's the thing. In order for you to go to that next level, in order for us to grow in the great abundance of God that we are talking about today, you have to change your ways and you have to change your thoughts. You cannot change the outside without first God allowing the change on the inside. God wants to change the way you think about who you are, the way you think about who he is. And as you begin to change your thoughts, your ways are going to begin to change. And when your ways begin to change and your thoughts begin to change, your life will be changed. Amen. Amen. When you see yourself as not able, cannot, not smart enough, not, not uh, talented enough. When you see all those, those things that are obstacles along your way, you will never get there. But when God begins to change your thoughts, where you stop looking at yourself and you start looking at him. We stop looking at your inabilities and you start looking at what he can do. With God, all things are possible. Amen. And you stop thinking, you stop disqualifying yourself from being able to grow in every area of your life. And you start qualifying yourself because God is with you. When you begin to change the way you think and the way that, 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 that you do things, you will see the glory of God upon your life. For some of you, it might be scared to talk to people. You might say, well, I can never stand in a position of authority because I'm scared to do those things. Listen, you're new in Christ Jesus. Begin to claim that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That he makes you the head and not the tail above and not beneath. That you belong at the top in Jesus' name. That, that prosperity should come to your life because God wants to bless you. You have to begin to believe that. And when you believe it, begin to step out in faith that it's happening in Jesus' name. Amen. Without changing your thoughts and without changing your ways, you'll always stay on the, on, on, on the same way. And it's like that in every area. If you want to grow in health, you got to change your ways. you got to change your thoughts. you got to stop thinking about the hamburgers and start thinking about the, the vegetables. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So your ways have to change and your thoughts have to change. Amen. And when God begins to change those things, hallelujah, hallelujah, you will change, amen? You must see yourself as being blessed. Say, I'm blessed. Amen. Three times, say, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Amen. Stop seeing yourself as not having enough, not able, I cannot. Start seeing yourself, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I can give in all seasons, I can do all things. I'm, I have more than enough. Whenever you look at yourself, you shouldn't look at your lack. You should look at God's abundance. Amen. Do you know the Bible says that the earth belongs to the Lord in the fullness of it? And guess what? We are his children. Why should we look at ourselves and say we don't have enough when God owns everything? And he wants to give it to the ones he loves, which is you and me. He's a good father. He's not a deadbeat dad. He wants to provide for you. He wants to bless you. He wants to promote you. He wants to increase you. He wants to prosper you. Why? For the preaching of the gospel. Amen. 
You can't stop and look on the outside and say, well, I'm just happy, I'm satisfied, I got enough. No, go make more. Why? Because Pastor Kevin needs to preach. Amen? Praise the Lord. You got to see yourself as being blessed and prosperous. You got to see yourself as, as giving beyond your abilities. Giving beyond what you've ever given in the past. You might be thinking, well, pastor, you know, I, I don't know if I could give that $1,000 check. I don't know if I give that $10,000 check. That's why you'll never get there. Amen. The same way you, you, you have faith to get saved is the same way you have faith to increase. When you start a business, you should see your business as prosperous. That you're going to be given to the kingdom of God for the gospel. When my father started out, God had told him to preach the gospel. He was sharing a word just like this. And there was a man that was in the audience. He had been bankrupt seven times. Seven times he started businesses and seven times he failed. Seven times he went into complete disaster. And he's there and he didn't want nothing to do with business. He's off. I've done that. I failed every single time. No way. I'm just, I'm just coming to church, minding my own business. You know, you get in trouble minding your own business at church. I'm telling you, you get in trouble. And he came to church and God began to speak to him. God said, I want you to start a business for the preaching of the gospel. So he went to my father and he said, he said, pastor, I, I failed seven times, but I just believe that I need to do this for the preaching of the gospel. You know, the passion that the Lord has put inside your heart is what the Lord is putting inside of me, too. And I need, I need to be part of funding it. So he got his, his uh, he, a business plan together. And he says, this time I'm not doing it by myself. I'm going to make God my partner because this business is going to preach the gospel. And he went before my father and he said, he said, I want you to come to agreement, agreement with me that when we pray that God is going to bless my, my, my business and, and, and we're going to preach the gospel. And uh, so he got the business plan together and he went to my father and they came in agreement and they believed that was for the preaching of the gospel. And so uh, he had no money. He was broke. I don't know. How to, he, he came up with an idea to start a restaurant and he had no money. But he just believed that God was with him. So he went to the bank. And he went to, he found a restaurant that just closed that had everything that they needed. They had the napkins. They had the, all the silverware. They had all the, the cookers, everything they needed to, to do the restaurant. It was already in the building. The building was in, it was working completely. And, and they gave him the keys with no money down. He gathered some money. He had enough to, he, he, he did a, a, a Mexican restaurant and he had enough to, to make about, I think it was like 40 chicken plates. He bought 40 pieces of chicken and the rice and everything that for that. So he got that money and he was, he, he, he had a grand opening and he was at the door counting the people. When that, when, when, when 40 people came in, he locked the door. <laughs> But from the very first day he opened up, that business was blessed. God prospered him. And he gave thousands for the preaching of the gospel. And if you go talk to him today, he will tell you, the Lord is the one that built this business. And that man's Arturo Rosell from Los Asados Restaurant. And God brought many people like that under my father's ministry and raised them up from nothing to become something. You understand? 
It is good when you think that, wow, I don't have that experience. I don't have that strength. Because then all the glory belongs to the Lord when he does it. Amen? Don't disqualify yourself when God's trying to qualify you. Amen? I believe that God wants to bless you. I believe that God wants to prosper you. You got to believe. You got to stretch your faith. God is pleased when your faith is stretched. God is, is pleased when you begin to believe that you could do things beyond your abilities. You got to see yourself outside of your problems. So many people are so lost in their problems. They see that they got problems in this area and this area and this area, and they can never see themselves as a champion. There was an army, the, 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 the Israeli army. They were, they were being tormented by the, by the Philistines. And there was a, a, a champion named Goliath. He was a man so big and so strong. And every day he would curse God and curse the people. And he would challenge, is there anybody that will come and fight me? If they defeat me, we will serve you. If we defeat you, you will serve us. Not one person stood up. All these soldiers and all this army, thousands of men, not one person thought that they could fight. It took a, a young boy coming, just found himself at the front lines, hearing the curses that they were speaking. And he said, I can do it. And David rose up. As he began to speak, he says, I will fight that battle. He went out to the fight, not with the sword and the spear. He went out with God. He knew that, that God would deliver him, that God will fight his battles. Even though the world thought, oh, he's going to be defeated. The world thought there's no way he could, he, could, he could last. But David wasn't by himself. I want to tell you, you're not by yourself. You are not by yourself. God is with you. And that day, God gave him the victory. He destroyed Goliath and the Lord was glorified. God wants to do the same thing in your life. Don't see yourself as not able. If God is for you, who can be against you? What can you not do if God is on your side? You know how many angels want to surround you and go before you, prepare the way? You know how long the Lord has been preparing you for a moment just like this? God never called you to do something that you could do in your own strength. There ain't no glory there. Haven't you realized that God is full of glory? He wants to change your physical situation. He wants to change your spiritual situation so that his name will be glorified. So that when you walk down the street, people will see and say that is a person that's been changed by God. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I've recognized that God, you know, there, there's times I walk down the street. I feel like God is sending angels just to walk all around me and just to speak out. Bless him, bless him, bless him. You know, I tell people all the time, the greatest uh, blessing is not material wealth. The greatest blessing is knowing that when God speaks, you hear. Amen. God wants to break the chain of poverty off your life. God wants to destroy the, the, the enemy of debt. The Lord wants to deliver you. He wants to set you free, but he wants to use you for the preaching of the gospel. Some people say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give, I'm going to sell because I want new this and new that. Change your heart. Change your ways. Without changing the heart, your life will never change. It will always be the same. You have to change your heart. Start thinking, man, I can't wait to send the gospel to these nations. 
I can't wait to see the preaching of the, of the word of God more on TV. Guess what, church? We're going on TV very soon. Get ready. Get ready. You're going to see a network that's going to be birthed in this church very soon. Amen. I wish I could tell you all the things. Praise God. The Lord is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And, you know, make sure you dress up nice because you're going to be on TV. Amen. Praise God. But God is going to do a work real quick. Amen. We cannot see ourselves as not able. We are. We can do all things because God is with us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to bless you. He wants to prosper you. You know, in, in, in October and November, I'm going to, to Africa and I'm going to Europe. We'll be gone about 45 days. I'm going to, to places where there's a lot of, of terrorism. Going to Mombasa, where in the streets, people are, are, are blowing themselves in suicide and putting a lot of fear on the land. I'm going different places, but I'm going there to preach the gospel. And I started, you know, putting the numbers together, you know, how much things would take. And I try to figure out how can I do it for just enough? How, can, how much money do I need just to get there and to be able to do what we're doing? Not only we're going there, but uh, we're going to be broadcasting it live so you guys can watch it all the time. And we're, we're going to be bringing the world with us. You know, we start in, in, in London. We work our way to, to Cape Town. We're going to Mombasa. We're going to Kisumu, Kenya. And then we're going to Kapala, Uganda. And we're going to places that, you know, you don't, many of you have never even heard of. But we're going there because we need to preach the gospel. Amen. We're going there to strengthen the brethren, to tell the pastors they're doing a good job, and that God's going to use them and to tell the people that that God has a plan for their life. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Amen. But, you know, when God speaks, sometimes what we do is we reach in our pocket and we start counting our pennies. God would give you a vision and, and you start counting your pennies and you think, well, you know what? I can't start that business because I only got 50 bucks in the bank. I can't do that thing because, you know, only have this amount. God is not looking for your permission and God's not looking for what you have. Amen. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it. God will call you to do things beyond your abilities. And he's just looking for someone to believe him. And I started thinking, you know, this amount, $15,000 will be able to do it. You know, 45 days, five different nations. Traveling 65,000 miles, television equipment, internet streaming. Kevin likes to eat. <laughs> and I'm trying to do it on a shoestring budget. No! This is important. Lives are on, on, on the line. People are going to be saved and healed and set free. I shouldn't be thinking... How can we do it at, at the least amount? We should be thinking how we can invest so that we can have the greatest impact. Hallelujah. Those nations need to be changed for the glory of the Lord. Amen. And I'm praying and I'm believing not only that God will bless me, but that God will bless you. That God will prosper you. That God will lift you up. That you will do things greater than you ever dreamed about that you'll start businesses that that the world will be so attracted to that prosperity and, and increase will come from the north south east and west 
Why? Because I, I want you to, to, to drive a nicer car, have a better house. Yes, those things are important. But more important, the preaching of the gospel. Amen. You say, Pastor Kevin, why are you speaking so much about this? None of us know how long we're going to live. Let me all remember when you gave your, your heart to Jesus. Let me see your hands. Oh, what a joy. But can you imagine what your life would be like today if you never given your life to Jesus? How terrible, or you might even be dead. How many times God has healed your body? How many times God has comforted you in your times of sorrow? How many times God has, has, has restored your joy? How when, when everybody rejected you, how the spirit of God came into the room and put his arm around you and said, it's going to be okay. I got a plan for your life and encouraged you along the way. We serve a great God. We serve a good God. And this whole world is lost and they're looking for something better than what they got. People are committing suicide left and right greater and greater numbers than we've ever seen before. Why? Because nobody's preaching the gospel. They stand up here and they start teaching about how to, how to feel better about yourself. They teach you about how to, 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 to be happy with who you are. No, the gospel is about surrendering and dying to who you are and living for him. The gospel is about sacrificing and laying down your life. Why? Because Jesus laid down his life for you. I tell people all the time, Jesus doesn't want to save your life. He wants to kill it and give you his. Where the glory is not your own, but it's Christ in you. Nobody wants to see Pastor Kevin. I'm just flesh. But we, but I have this treasure in this earthen vessel. The Holy Spirit's on the inside. And he has a plan and purpose for this physical body. As long as I'm able to breathe in this world, God has a plan for me. As long as you are breathing, God has a plan for you. But we have a job and we must do it now. God cannot wait any longer for you not to be blessed. He wants to prosper you. He wants to increase you. He wants to give you abundance that you've never seen before. He wants to show you his glory like you've never seen before. He wants to put finances in. Why? For the preaching of the gospel. Amen. He will give you seed to sow. But he's the Lord of the harvest. He's the one that will increase it and bring it back to you greater than the way you gave it. He'll put it inside of you. He'll tell you what to do, how to do it. So many people are, are looking at their bills and they're looking at their problems and looking at their debts. And they stop dreaming that God could use them. I'm here to destroy Destroy that doubt and that fear today in the name of Jesus. With God, all things are possible. I have to tell you what the Lord has done in my life. He's still working, but he's, he's not done yet. But, you know, me and my wife, we've been growing in the things of God. We have got, we had gotten in a lot of debt, not because we bought the new TVs and the new cars. 
No, we got a lot of debt because we were paying for things that we thought God was telling us to do. And instead of waiting for the Lord to provide, we, there was another God that rose up called Visa MasterCard. <laughs> and instead of waiting for the goodness of God to show us so strong upon our life, we, we, we compromise. Whenever you compromise, it always, it always hurts. But when me and my wife, all we wanted to do is give for the gospel. All we want to do is bless others. All we want to do is preach the love of God to people. So whatever we have, we give it. Whatever, it doesn't matter, we just give it. There ain't nothing that's sacred other than our relationship with the Lord. But give it all for the gospel.